0: Like, it'll hit, like, 11,000 and then go to three. And then hit 17,000 and go to six. And so, like, we've, like, so it's not, like, so what Doge is even doing right this second is not, like, unheard of or it's, like, Mm -hmm. weird or anything. It's actually to be expected. This is Amigo's PC.
1: If you were looking for a highbrow, fancy, smart, Regal Podcast with hosts that love to talk about horse riding, badminton, and trips to the vineyard. You're in the wrong place. This is Amigos PC. If you're looking for drinking, random nonsense, stunts, shenanigans, and balls out craziness, you've hit the jackpot. This is Amigos PC, and this is Scott and Mark.
2: Uh, welcome back to the Amigos PC. Uh, today's episode, we have a very special guest, uh, David Mitchell Jr. He uh, goes by I am David Mitchell Jr. on Instagram. Uh, he also has a very successful uh, YouTube channel, discusses uh, an array of investing from Uh, anywhere from real estate all the way to crypto. Uh, Today, we're going to kind of try to dive in a little bit deep with crypto with him. Uh, David, if you could just give us a little bit of your background and if you could tell us a little bit about yourself.
0: Beautiful. Uh, First of all, thank you for having me on, Mark. I uh, definitely greatly appreciate it. So, yeah, so pretty much in a nutshell, that's pretty much what I do as far as like on YouTube is documenting like my my journeys, whether it's from like real estate or any particular interest I have in stocks, some of my portfolios. Um, I started being more open about my investments during the pandemic last year because everything was just on sale. So I felt like it was a, a great opportunity. So I just started you know, sharing some of the the plays that I saw. And with a lot of the major industries in the country being like 50% off, it was just an amazing time to be alive. So I just was, started sharing and that pretty much became popular. And with uh, Dogecoin, I took the interest to that in early January and mm-hmm. I didn't say anything about it. And I started like sharing like some of the plays and some of the responding to a lot of things that I started seeing in threads and just recently it's really taken off on YouTube. So I'm growing at a phenomenal rate right now. So I'm just really grateful.
2: What was it like 45,000 views on one of your videos just recently, wow. like insane.
0: Yeah, yeah, 45,000 on the one from last week. And the one I dropped last night, uh, it just crossed over 25,000.
3: Holy, wow. wow.
2: I know. And then out of nowhere, um, not out of nowhere, with these videos, you, you basically jumped from, you have a goal, you had a goal, right, of 5,000 this year or something like that?
0: Yeah, I wanted to do, my birthday is in July. So I wanted to do, my 30th birthday in July. So I was like, okay, I want to have, 5,000 subscribers by July. So I was like, I'll put it to the 31st of July, even though my birthday is a little earlier in the month. Yeah. And when, before I made the dogecoin video, I was at like, like 1,300 subs. And right now I'm growing at about 2,000 a week. Wow. Yeah.
4: I saw when I, I checked, I looked today, you're like 5,100 subscribers. Yeah, yeah, wow.
0: definitely. Wow,
4: yeah. fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> so you, you got it. You, you you made your accomplishment early, and so now now you have to shoot for ten.
0: Yeah, I'm going to change everything. I'm go- I'm definitely <laughs> going for ten while, while 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 I have everyone's attention and everyone's like I'm definitely changing it to ten. Heck yeah, <laughs> that's the right right mentality right there. Absolutely.
2: We used to do the podcast together in, in a uh, controlled setting, uh, and, and Scott. Uh, um, unfortunately for me but a, a very blessed opportunity for him he's moving across the country from arizona to tennessee it's probably closer to your uh, neck of the woods
0: oh definitely yeah i'm in atlanta oh,
2: yeah man. yeah and, yeah so now we're like completely remote and we're still kind of troubleshooting through some of it <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that's a big adjustment yeah
4: <laughs> it is <laughs> especially because um, mark mark was the tech guy and now it's just me yeah.
0: to have to figure it out as i go uh, is that why your mic is off? Because he's not there? <laughs> yeah. <Basically, exactly>. yeah.
2: <laughs> make sure in your cam and in the little sprocket, the cam and mic settings, make sure it's actually picking up the, the USB.
4: Uh, what, are you, uh, what are you talking about?
2: Like on the bottom of the, the screen. Uh, okay. Okay. David, when you had, or as you were just talking right now, you're, you made mention, you know, with investing, you've been doing that for a while. What initially got you into investing? And what was like your first investment project that you were working on?
0: My uh, what initially got me into it was I was I read pretty much. I read Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was like 15.
2: Yeah, it's a very good book to
3: start with.
0: Yeah. And um my um, attorney he was like a friend of the family. He recommended it to me and I it pretty much just like changed my life. And I started I read like most of the books in the Rich Dad series and um, I started going to like seminars and like researching everything and looking at like franchises and it literally just changed the course of direction for like my life. And I just became like fascinated with it and it started consuming as much information as, as possible. And it even, cause I had no, I had no intentions of being like a, um, like cause I've worked in sales. I've done like business to business, uh, people like everything as far as for like, you know, building up salesmanship skills. And I, I I know that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't read that book and just had an interest as far as like how business and capitalism works and how the economy works. Like it just changed the trajectory of my life. And my first investment, I started with, I really started with stocks like a while ago, back with like Merrill Lynch, but it was a rough time because I turned 18 in 2009. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, that was right after the world pretty much went to hell. Yeah, So, it was like a rough time. I was looking at like some real estate there. So, I started doing like some partners, partnering kind of like with crowdfunding. Okay. Still, I still don't think that's a bad idea. It just depends on how much money you have. But that was more so personal investment. It was uh, something similar to like, I guess, something similar would be like Fundrise right now. You know, like, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with what the Fundrise is, but you can, much they split up, pretty much pull the money together and they diversify it through like different commercial assets in real estate, whether it be rental properties, giant commercial properties, uh retail, and you get certain percentages over like five years. It's normally like ten to twelve percent.
2: Oh wow.
4: Is it PTP or P T P kind of like your percentage of the company kind of thing?
0: Yeah, um well technically it you know, you can't uh it's like a penalty if you you can't pull it out for a year, first of all. But after mm-hmm. that it's kinda of like a penalty if you pull it out like before like five years. But you get a percentage of like the rental income, mm. but they have like some little formula because it's only like a minimum of five hundred dollars to invest. But you could be investing into like a multi million dollar property. So if you do the math on that, you're not going to get much. But right. you know, it's it's a start. It's something. You get a K two form at the end of the year, so you can certainly feel like an investor, even if you're not making anything. Right. <laughs>
2: So that, that essentially, when you were doing that, that that was basically real estate with the crowdfunding and in, in doing that portion, correct? Correct. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I dabble in real estate, uh, and, and we well, we almost just bought a, a warehouse in uh, my hometown, Racine, Wisconsin, recently. Uh, in disarray, uh, it had. 20000 or something like that and uh, the value itself uh, it, you, when you're talking Wisconsin you don't really get big figures until you get into really nice areas but uh, the value is worth around 180 and we were kind of entertaining it until we just couldn't really figure out how we wanted to go with it so we put it on pause the city owns it so it's like just not going anywhere so once we actually figure out what we want to do we can actually pull
0: the trigger on it Yeah, yeah I, I understand that I have a I bought some land last year in, like, a subdivision, so... Um,
2: yeah, I saw that video. So, you essentially developed your own subdivision?
0: Or well, I'm, I'm going started? through the... Yeah, I'm starting. it. Yeah, definitely going yeah. to it. It's a lot of uh, hoops to jump through, for sure. <laughs> oh,
2: I can't
4: <I> imagine. <laughs> this would big. It's a pretty big task.
0: Yeah, and I thought I was getting, like, a break because um, that property was actually part of, like, a larger subdivision that they had stopped building, um, actually, around 2008, because I looked at it like many years ago and it was going to be like this giant subdivision they had already did like the civil engineer work um paved the streets um ran like the electrical uh, sewage and stuff like that and something happened with the funding so pretty much it's been sitting there for like a decade oh wow so um yeah i did some research and like reached out to like the owners and i bought like a a parcel because they're pretty much dividing it up and selling it anyway okay so, um, I was like, oh, okay, well, since a lot of the civil engineering engineering is done, you know, that'll save me some money. But, um, you know, there's things like zoning and, you know, permits and stuff like that and, um, you know, getting water access. So, it's a lot of... I saved some, but, you know, I'm still learning. I'll say that. I'm learning.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's an, it's an experience. And if you've never done it before, you you got to learn all the steps in figuring out what to... Uh, what what happens next <laughs> yeah
4: that, that's what i was to say is this kind of like the biggest project you've ever took on or has it been something else that you
0: like no, it, close to it no this would definitely be the um the, the biggest one um like personally and um like financially because like those numbers keep going up so <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> so yeah definitely the um the biggest project i've taken off for sure
2: now now, uh to to kind of derail that a little bit and and jump uh into crypto uh you had mentioned with uh, dogecoin you you started responding you saw it you you started responding to you know threads and things like that um what what was like the initial thing that attracted you to dogecoin
0: um i like the because i know that uh, when i looked into it because i know like the the biggest thing for a lot of people would be like the um, inflation part Mm -hmm. but because of the attention and stuff that it was getting like around like January I felt like this could have a a lot of momentum you know relatively soon and I saw that it was still like two I purchased from like two cent up to like five cent which is still roughly my um, my cost Um, but I felt like with the momentum and then Elon was playing with it. I was like, okay, this has the potential to be a good short term investment. that was initially what I was going to do. I was just going to, um, ride it up and like trade it out. Um, it's almost like a, not a day trade, then it would take a little longer, but, um, you know, just was going to be a quick turnaround for me and, you know, just that profit, um, opportunity with it being so cheap. I thought that, you know, it, it attracted me initially, but once I started like, Diving into it and uh, looking at the community, I think you know there's definitely some more room there for, for a little for a longer term.
3: Yeah. Now,
4: what are your thoughts now? Like right now, it's I mean obviously on the spot right now, but it's actually going like it's it was you know hit 45 and then now it's been kind of trickling down recently, and then right now it's actually pretty pretty low. Um,
0: for, yeah, last what, where it. it's been, yeah. Yeah, I checked like not too long ago. It was like going through the floor, basically. But
4: uh yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what I mean. So, like I'm saying, it's like you're. I mean, I'm I'm around six cents when I got in, five, six cents. Sure, and I'm still I'm still gonna. My my thought is I'm gonna hold. You know, I think we're all. I mean, Mark probably going to hold too. Um, but I mean, that's kind of my goal. Is that kind of something where you're shooting for as well to see how it goes? Or are you gonna or do you have a spot where you're thinking that you might be? kind of done
0: <laughs> yeah not well yeah um for right now i'm holding um yep. that's pretty much what i covered in my um my video yesterday because i know um elon's been playing with it so i know he can always give it like a good boost and he said something about putting it on the moon so i was like i'll definitely stick around for that yep but um i think that long term um because I did a bunch of comparisons in the video um, I posted the other day. And I think that long term that we can still realize higher gains than what we've seen so far. And I know there's a movement to make it the people's currency. And I kind of dove into that to kind of like what that would mean as far as if Bitcoin is going to be the gold of crypto. And it just, if is going to be the dollar that means that certain aspects have to take place because mm. of the inflation. Um, with the dollar, you know, we have to take on debt like that. It's because it's inflating every year that those dollars have to be attached to something and it has to grow as far as with inflation. And I went over the importance of how that if we all took the Dave Ramsey approach in America, we pretty much crash the economy like like debt is a necessity like that's why our economy is attached to real estate and we have to buy homes we have to take out loans for cars and education like that's that's what you, that's what has to happen when you have a, a currency that has inflation like our debt per citizen um i forget the name of the website but you can see it, it is rising like by the second yeah 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 and And so I I compared that to saying that with Doge, it's something similar to that. Like somebody has to hold if you have inflation and um, you're going to use it as far as like a currency between people. So us being technically weighted down with debt is pretty much like that version of holding. Mm -hmm. Because the, the dollars have to have something to attach to so that we can continue to trade. Otherwise, we'll just have a bunch of it sitting around and then it'll become we're we'll going to hyperinflation, and you know it'll be like uh, Zimbabwe. <laughs> so um, th- that was pretty much like the breakdown as far as like what I see happening. So I think that as a community, if people are going to start uh, utilizing it in businesses, like um, I saw, like Mark Cuban did it with the Mavericks, mm-hmm. and um, I heard of a few other places. But if, if that's going to be the goal, then we're going to have to figure out a way to you know combat the Inflation, so that it will um, not necessarily—it's it, going to still be like on a decrease. But as we start using it more, we can kind of like stabilize the price some and realize higher gains from where it is right now.
2: What you you bring that up and talking about stable stabilization, there's this idea that I've been kind of tossing around, watching things unfold as of recently mm-hmm. uh, in my head with Dogecoin and. You know, people are, are really trying to adapt and use it as the people's currency, right? And, right? and companies are starting to latch on to say, yes, I will take, you know, we'll take Dogecoin as, as a form of payment. Um, the idea that I've been kind of toying with is that if, let's say we get Doge to a dollar, right? And, and that, right. I think, still going to be a real realistic, not that hit. If it stables off and then becomes a stable coin at a dollar, don't you think that at that point it could kind of be something similar to you know the USD coin or uh, DIA or something like that along the lines to where it's still the people's currency and, and they can use it freely to exchange? Um, and essentially, it's just the, our next stable coin. Like I. I know devs would have to get involved, and there'd have to be some massive overhaul uh, to you know where the cap is and all that fun stuff with Doge, but that could be a realistic possibility if it does become the people's coin, right?
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely believe that because you know the, the the biggest thing that we're facing, even um, what what I see like in the comment sections, even like my videos, is pretty much the inflation and the fact that okay doge technically doesn't do anything and that's what's going to be like a turnoff for a lot of investors but the dollar doesn't do anything it doesn't even hold value uh gold doesn't do anything diamonds doesn't do anything like it's not like exclusively to doge or whatnot the value is in the perception and the willingness of us to trade it and i think that if we um as a community we have We, you know, we build that. It's like you said, like uh, incorporating it into businesses. That it will have like a, at least on that part, it'll be able to kind of like stabilize more. There wouldn't have to be a cap to necessarily like stabilize it. But even if you capped it, that would take away from the. um, Eventually, it would take away from the the portion of it being like the people's currency because the inflation kind of keeps the price accessible to everyone. Yeah because i think that the reason uh, bitcoin is i don't know out of reach so much is because of the amount of people that are pouring money into it and because it doesn't have because it has such a limited supply it continues to go up because if dogecoin had a cap i only can imagine what it would be at now with the amount of money that's been flowing into it
2: mm. oh yeah i mean the the price would skyrocket um, but that would defeat the purpose of doge So even if if they stabilized it out at a dollar i don't maybe at that point they wouldn't we wouldn't want to have a cap still it's just trying to figure out how to keep it stabled at a dollar so it could be uh, a stable coin essentially to to trade with
0: yeah and then another issue you would run into is like would you want to keep it at um a dollar because the dollar is losing value itself so if you you know You know, so technically, if you were using the dollar as like a measuring stick, you would still be suffering from inflation, just not Doge's inflation. It would be the dollar's inflation.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: So um, I I think that we we have to just pretty much incorporate it, and if we did like a like a Dev overhaul, we can probably um, like lessen the amount of coins. I think it's like five point two billion new a year or something like that.
3: Yeah, it's
2: a ridiculous number.
0: Right. Um, And I'm I'm going to do the math on that to see, uh, you know, at its current prices to see um, how much of uh, new currency would have to be injected to kind of balance that out. But if it's rising, the amount of new currency that that it would take to balance that out would also increase. When it was below a penny, it it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. So we would, you know, just have to pretty much focus on a if we're gonna like save in it or trade it but the biggest thing that we would have to do is uh, get businesses to incorporate it because regardless of us just um, putting money into it and having it sit if we're gonna have it be the people's currency it has to be a unit of measure for um, you know transactions goods and services and stuff like that so that's gonna be the biggest milestone there
3: yeah, I so think. i go
4: ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Scott. I would say one thing that I noticed, like when I was kind of getting on board. So I got on, I don't know. I would say February or so, or maybe maybe it was January. I don't know. Maybe not so much because probably February. But when I was getting on board with the Doge, um, I noticed like I was following Reddit is where I noticed where things were happening, and the trends were you know a few were like really good as far as like how many people were you know upvoting or whatever on Reddit. And then next thing you know, you know, as, as it hit ten cents and it was going up and up, I noticed that a lot more people, obviously, because more people were involved, like it was booming even more. So I was like, I think this is gonna, this is gonna explode. And then you know, <laughs> next thing you know, you know, we hit the forty-five. So I was like, Oh well, shit, maybe this is something. And a lot more in Reddit seems to be growing more and more. And then, you know, I think, I think, I think it is a lot bigger than it is. And I think maybe with the price being, you know, lower now, I think it's just like it's probably whales selling off some of their stuff to kind of keep it down.
0: I mean, I don't know. Oh, for sure. Uh, because when you have uh, something that increases like three to four hundred percent in um, like a week, you know, that's a magnet for day trader. So new money is coming like that. Yeah. <laughs> like they're, they're coming running with their wallet. So I knew that whatever the if, um, spike was, I know that it would overshoot just because of all the money that was going to be pumped in there just to um try and get a swing trade off of it
3: yeah
2: what i find fascinating too about doge is is a lot of kind of what scott was just talking about it, it is there the, the the discovery story of Doge. like it, a lot of new money is here now and in like you guys have been talking about you got in in january and february um, I- I've been holding on to Doge for over a year now. Uh, and show off.
0: <laughs> this guy. Yeah, he's already on the moon. I know, look at him.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm up. I, I didn't put uh, a huge risk uh, investment into it, but, you know, enough to... Uh, I think this is going to do something, so let's try to... You know, Let's see what it does. Uh, but it- it's one of those... Like I said, I, I like the discovery uh, stories that I hear when people start talking about Doge because it seems like a lot of people are really passionate about it. Like, the, even though it, it's the meme coin and now becoming the people's coin, it, a lot of people are discovering it in, in ways like you were saying, oh, Elon Musk is now behind this, you know, that now it's getting traction. Um, that's kind of how I just is. I, I happen to be following Elon Musk because he's doing crazy things with crazy uh, companies that he's building and, and next thing I know he's you know, touting about uh, Dogecoin and then I'm trying to figure out well, who? how did Dogecoin start? And then you start to read the backstory of the guy that basically was all like this is a funny coin and I'm not doing anything with it and I and walks away from the project even though now he's kind of back but not really yeah. <laughs> it, it, It's just... The discovery phase of this coin for people, I think, is also going to help it grow, uh, just because when they get in, you know, Snoop Dogg just recently did that that commercial uh, on yeah. Doge, Day and and he's kind of made mention and, and did a couple tags here and there with Doge. I seen
3: that.
2: He's got the dog in there too, though, in the video. He, yeah, he, but he's bringing a new audience at that point, yeah. and that's bringing in yeah. more money. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep.
3: Yeah, I I think. think, go
4: ahead. No, basically, I just think with like like you were saying earlier, Mark Cuban and with Snoop and Elon, I think all these more people getting involved. It's only gonna hype it up even more. I I I just think I think it's it's, we're in for the long haul a little bit. It seems right now with all this up and down right now, but I I think it's think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, and and that's one of the things I um I started using like some graphs because you can look at um you know whether that's like ethereum or uh, bitcoin as far as like in particular because i know that's you know one of the major ones uh crypto based off of what we know now up to date crypto no matter which one it is is very vital
3: mm-hmm.
0: and we, we see these wild swings and that's um cap or no cap that's business utilization or without business business utilization that that it's very vital and i looked at i pointed out several times um Over um, even Bitcoin is around that. If you had invested pretty much anywhere near like the top, there were times that you would have been negative for over a year. Oh wow! Yeah, Bitcoin is historic for hitting all time highs and then crashing like eighty percent before rallying again to hit an all time high, and it's done this several times. Like it'll hit like eleven thousand and then go to three, and then hit seventeen thousand and go to six, and so like we, we, we like so it's not. Un- like so what Doge is even doing right this second is not like unheard of or it's like mm. too weird or anything it's actually to be expected yeah
2: yeah I agree, I agree with that it, it, like you were saying we've seen Bitcoin go from you know almost 20,000 hitting hit a wall what is this like five years ago six years ago and then down to three like it, it and it happened overnight right it, it was crazy and then now it's building back up and then just recently we're hitting, you know, sixty, sixty five thousand, 65,000 and now we're down and it's near almost, you know, breaking 50, uh, getting back into the 40s again. It's, it's just one of those wild rides. You got to be careful, yeah. you know, do your research and then. Not for the faint of heart.
3: Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> no,
4: it's not because one, one day you're quitting your job. So <laughs> one day you're going to quit your job. Next day you're like, oh, well, I got to clock back in
0: yeah you're yeah, gonna call and apologize yeah
2: oh, sorry I, again
4: i take my two weeks away i my two, my two week notice I, I was just playing i was just playing i needed
2: ha- have it. you looked into any exit strategies so um i know we we kind of briefly talked about it. i i told you that i wanted to kind of chat about uh this new I, I don't know i don't know if i want to call it a meme crypto because yeah, it's, not, yeah, meme yeah, coin. It it, it's not really a meme coin but people are tokening it as it uh, safe moon it and essentially that it, if people are getting in right now because it is like less than a sixth of a sixth of a sixth of a penny like yeah. it, it there's so many zeros in front of where it actually. <laughs> is. It, it, but with this type of token you know the the upswing is the potential is high it's it's uh, stablely high. And Have you looked into or, or do you know of any type of exit strategies? So let's say Doge does hit that dollar and you got the people that uh, got in right at a penny or, or before it, it and there's just all of that money sitting there. D- do you have a strategy or do you, do you know of some type of exit strategy to try to figure out to retain that gain that you just got?
0: Yeah, because uh, even in like my um, when I'm speaking to people as far as like my YouTube, I'm not like I'm not like a financial advisor. I'll never I'll never um, not encourage someone to take profits. But what I was what I normally say is if you if a with crypto is very vital. So definitely, um, you know, invest what you can like afford to lose and you know I'll just decide as far as like what are you going what is like your ultimate goal so my ultimate goal as far as like with Doge Coin, i don't have like necessarily like a a set amount to get um because i put i didn't move i put I, I got you know several thousand shares of um doge but i didn't like redo my portfolio for doge to you know try and get rich or anything like that i wasn't like i have some other plays on that i believe are gonna I did. You did.
4: I, I did. So I gotta, I gotta reevaluate my portfolio.
0: Yeah, I, I have some other um I have some <laughs> other <laughs> That's hilarious. Um I have some other um um projects on that they're gonna I, I believe come through like <laughs> sooner than Doge and yeah, it'll be um I have some real I'll I'll eventually put more money in there uh, or start buying like you know like monthly. But, like, long-term-wise, I'm just more so curious to, you know, where would Doge be five years from now, ten years from now? Yeah, that's that's what I'm curious about. Like, I, I, I'm genuinely curious to see, you know, will they put a cap on it? Because by then, like, the if, you know, if they did put a cap on it, the, the rush to Doge would be... Oh, insane. Yeah, like, we, we, wouldn't even, we, we wouldn't miss the moon and land on Pluto. Like, it was just... <laughs> you know i i'm genuinely curious about that like okay what does deals look like in 2031. yeah wow
3: well, yeah
0: you know and, and i think a lot of people think that way as well because everyone had the opportunity to be involved with bitcoin and you see these horror stories about people selling. Um, mm-hmm. a, he, he bought, I think he bought like a Papa John's pizza or something with his yeah. Bitcoin. Yeah. And, and it was like, it's worth like $140 million today or something like yeah. that.
4: Yeah. yeah. He, he sold his 10,000 shares to buy two pizzas. Yeah. <laughs> he, li- he literally has a, a thing. He's like, uh, like Pizza Luis or something. That's what his name is or something, but he, <laughs> he he's known for that. that.
3: That's gotta hurt.
0: Right. And, and, and there's another thing. I was looking at Bitcoin because um, even, even back then I was, like, I was reading like the Rich Dad series and I was going through like gold and silver and right. Uh, with through like Mike Maloney's program and looking at the history of the dollar and inflation all that kind of stuff and they're talking about Bitcoin and I thought it was the stupidest thing ever yeah and I was I was like this is not going to work and it's like a a cryptocurrency this I didn't even bother to look into it I just completely thought it was stupid and you know you know jokes on me yeah Uh, so I think that was the case for a lot of people because we all could have put you know a dollar ten dollars or something in the bitcoin back then and we kind of overlooked it i think that people are like you know this has the momentum and kind of like the hype i don't know where this is going but wherever it's going uh i'm going to be a part of it so
2: i know i have a very unique story uh that i don't really like to share out in public when it comes to (laughs) how i got involved with bitcoin initially but with bitcoin like i started playing with bitcoin when it was around 300 bucks and i'm like Whoa. and i'm sitting there at uh, working at a financial institution with a, a coworker right across from me we're talking a little bit you know about bitcoin and like yeah you never know where it'll go yeah when it, let's we should probably buy some or something right
3: and wow.
2: you know it, we ended up buying some like i bought a little bit but it ended up spending it on other Curricular activities and then um <laughs> i, I never i never really started to pick it up again until you know bitcoin started to hit those big numbers you know 20, you know eight eleven twelve thousand dollars a bitcoin and, uh, and i think back then i'm like man i had my hands. How many, how many did you buy I, i over the time of fooling around with it when it was around 300 i i would say i i probably had you know 30 or 40 of them oh, jesus christ I actually, yeah i don't really that's like the <laughs> your, first time your i've ever said that out loud i know i that's a your
4: your pizza mark
2: yeah i know <laughs> i i've never said that out in public whatsoever so that uh, that i do the math in there yeah, i know hey. and see it now even with the dip that it has had the last couple it's, days yeah you're still be like oh man
0: yep yeah you know i think it's a lot of people that every time it's like on the news oh bitcoin hit a new high there's like i, I imagine there's, there's tears being shed all across the country yeah
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's
2: what's funny is when i started to you know look at doge and in i i seen that you know elon musk was was basically promoting it uh I, getting involved, it, it started to make me start real uh, researching like Ethereum, like what's going on with Ethereum. And I'm like, oh, my God, like this, this coin actually has a substantial value. Uh, I got to start, you know, figuring out how I can really hammer this one in, uh, which we were fortunate enough kind of late ish because uh, we started really taking it serious as it started. It broke 600, but we were now mining it. Uh, mm. so yeah uh, we found that that investment is is a better option to to pull with ethereum for the time being because eventually it's going to be unmindable but gains are happening it's it's getting crazy
0: right right and because I, I see that a lot um, that that's really the reason why I um, put in my latest videos about like you know talk about like diamonds and other assets that don't necessarily do anything because because of uh, Ethereum, that was people saying, "Okay, that's a better alternative to Doge, just because of some of the functions."
2: I know that's a big argument that people have with Doge versus Ethereum or even uh, XRP. Same thing with uh, Safe Moon, this new the new crypto uh, that we kind of briefly mentioned. Right? They're like, "Well, it doesn't have utility." Well, Doge is now starting to get utility. So n- what now? Like. Y- like you were saying, the the owner of the Mavericks, uh, he's using it to buy merch tickets. Uh, I think he, I think the Houston Rockets also
4: are doing some things too. No way. It. Yeah, I saw something recently with them that they're going to be doing Doge stuff too.
2: Yeah, so more of these people are adapting to accept it as payment. That is that not utility at that point?
0: Uh, it is, um, and for me, because I just. Because again, um, because crypto is so vital, like I would, I'm not sure. Even with businesses, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not. I'm not sure (laughs) if I would like trade my crypto for like an actual item. Yeah, I've seen that um, Bitcoin, not Bitcoin. uh, uh, Was it like Tesla or something where they're working on integrating, like being able to buy stuff for like Bitcoin. Mm. And I was like, why would I give you $30,000 worth of Bitcoin today and tomorrow that Bitcoin's worth 45,000 like who really got screwed here? Like it's not like yeah, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's true <laughs> But like, You got to look at that in two perspectives. Like what if you own oh, pay yeah. for yeah. Mining equipment and you actually you basically have been just holding that Like you, you're oh, initial- yeah, you
4: basically you basically you mined a, a tesla basically that's a yeah. possibility too right like you basically who
2: get screwed because it, you're looking at some machines a few hundred bucks or some machines you know a couple 20 thousand or thousands thousands yeah. right
0: <laughs> well I, I guess if i mined it that can be a little different but if i simply just purchased it and put it on a wallet and then yeah you I know,
2: know. really different you would have had to buy it when it was three hundred dollars and then sold it and not had it
0: yeah no i would be upset even if it just was like if it like made a, a jump the next moment like if i bought a tesla for with a bitcoin for fifty thousand dollars and two minutes two seconds later it went to 55 i want my bitcoin back like it's not like- yeah
4: yeah i'll, <laughs> I'll pay cash i'll pay cash i'll pay cash
0: right <laughs> <my Bitcoin> <laughs>
2: So you, you don't think that it, it necessarily might be a good thing that people can exchange tangible goods for it?
0: See, I I, I do think it. Well, uh, in Dogecoin's case, it's a it'll be a must um, because unless you, um, because it wouldn't have the same effect as far as holding money at like Bitcoin, but because of the um, wild swings, um, with, with the Doge, it probably it wouldn't be as dramatic um as Bitcoin because bitcoin swings thousands of dollars like yep. by the by the minute so um but it it just depends as far as like on how on how wild the swings were. It's like with Bitcoin I would never like it was just it just wouldn't make sense for me yeah even gold is more stable than Bitcoin like it's <laughs> yeah like if you you'd be better off going up and paying somebody with a sack of diamonds than bitcoin like so um i I wouldn't do it with bitcoin so uh, i'll say that yeah just bitcoin wouldn't be on that list
3: (laughs) i i
2: am i am pretty curious with bitcoin like what happens when the blocks are done like i mean the blocks will never be done because there will be transactions that need to be validated by by proof of work but at some point there there is no more bitcoin it, and essentially it's change it's exchanging bitcoin for bitcoin to validate the transaction through a fee so I, i'm curious as to what happens at that point
0: i do personally i do believe we'll see six figure bitcoin
2: wow okay wow. okay i mean that's what the big banks
0: are saying yeah i, I personally I mean, believe that
4: they're investing in it too so i'd imagine that does seem possible Realistic.
0: Yeah, realistic. Yeah, all It only takes is somebody to buy half of them. So,
4: yeah. yeah,
2: that's true. <laughs> and that's another I'll, thing I'll too. i call because, up my guy tomorrow. Right?
3: <laughs> <laughs> another thing
2: when, when that happens, there's no more in supply that can be generated, right? And then all of a sudden, everybody is trading Bitcoin uh, through transactions. What if someone acquires 51%? Like it, it, there could be a potential real security risk there, right? Like it, it's just a lot of unknown for that.
0: Yeah, and, and that's uh, another thing I think about um, because you know I think that would be someone probably like the banks acquiring like um, large numbers. So maybe not one bank would own fifty-one percent, but probably collectively, mm-hmm. and um, they would have a, a like a monopoly on it. And then we'd end up in like a much like a dogecoin situation because if we were trading bitcoin it would be like point zero zero three two percent or whatever like little fractional um share it's kind of like it's kind of like putting a dollar into bitcoin right now yeah you know and uh you couldn't even do anything
2: with it for a a dollar like you can't even move that anywhere
0: right it's it's just you know and i think that if we well I, I think bitcoin is probably too far gone i don't think that'll ever be like the people's coin um, <laughs> yeah, that that's it's in, in, the, yeah
4: it's the, the corporate coin yeah. <laughs> I it. corporate america's coin
0: it, it is it's, it's crypto gold like just like yep. when uh, the banks would put gold like in their vaults and stuff like that yep. but it, it would make sense for banks to go after bitcoin but like yeah we're gonna put this next to the gold so it's just like <laughs> gold next to the servers
3: right <laughs> is what that is.
0: Right, uh, it, it would make more sense for him to do that and then we can if we were to trade it would be like literally like little decimals and you know literally put us like pretty much in like a bitcoin situation not bitcoin uh dogecoin situation where we're trading little fractions but i, I guess it's just more um stable but um I, don't know, I think also another point i want to bring up i think that depending on how price how, how high the price got i always wondered if like the federal reserve would step in because ultimately i know they get to decide what's money yeah so i was, was like okay i wonder what type of regulation could we face if you know it, if it became a thing where okay um Bitcoin's now competing with you know the dollar for trading, or or dough for even that matter. But it's like, okay, it's the people's currency now, and now it's in a position where it's actually competing with, you know, the dollar, or as far as with trading. Like, I wonder, like how that would play out.
2: Uh, well, as more of these big companies they they start to accept a cryptocurrency in one fashion or another, uh, wouldn't that at point that point it's it is competing with the dollar
0: yeah um if it became more, like more like wide stream I, I i imagine it would be um you know competing with the dollar and i i'm not even gonna say i imagine i know there would be some swift regulations of some kind uh coming right behind that i'm just not sure what angle it would uh, come at but I, i'm pretty sure um dc would come up with some regulations for that yeah probably even some special taxes <laughs> Of
4: course. <laughs> I think, I mean, I also think that, you know, once corporate, more corporate companies get behind the crypto and what, I think regulations, you know, like you said, it's going to probably happen. And I, I think once that happens, it's going to make it more stable too in the crypto world because once that happens, then it kind of puts more faith in it for people to then start jumping in who might be scared because a lot of people think that the regulation is going to be like, all right, we're crypto's gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, then there's some countries that actually say you can't do crypto or they're stopping crypto or whatever you have is gone. So, like, that's that scares people to, you know, be scared to invest in
2: it. If you live in New York, like, it's very difficult to even get your hands on crypto.
0: Oh, really? I didn't even know that.
2: Yeah, A lot of exchanges, like, you can't use crypto.com there or, or anything like that. Like, you have to go. Really? Well, I mean, you got to do the shady thing, you know, and, and get a VPN. I mean, VPNs really aren't shady; they're they're more superior yeah. and things like that. But uh, at that point, you got to tell the internet that you're not where you're at to get <laughs> involved, <laughs> in it. So, and, and so it becomes
4: well. Then, uh, and then your money's then your money's on a ship in the sky, and yeah. you, just, you hope you hope it comes back because I know yeah. how that goes. Yeah, that's happened. Yeah. <laughs> i've that's had that happen you right. got to
2: worry about within crypto because mean you get behind some of these new projects like we may mention with uh safe moon um it's got a lot of hype right now and, and people not like elon musk but celebrities are starting to get in like one of the backstreet boys is a holder of safe moon like it, it but yeah safe said moon i do
4: yeah so that he's that's the celebrity but yeah he is.
2: <laughs> you know what i mean like
4: i saw that i was like oh well, that's good, I guess.
2: Yeah, right. I mean, it's just one one additional, and uh, I don't know, investor or, or token holder. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, holder. Um, but with Safe Moon, they started screaming scam right away. Uh, just recently, these past few days, and then all of a sudden, it, it almost seemed like a rug pull. But the the Builders, the CEO—I don't know if we want to call them builders—but like the creators of the token are, are, you know, very transparent as to what's going on, and they're trying to get it in front of more people, and it's got a good following from what I've seen. Um, what I what I like about it is is basically that uh, that instant stake liquidity or whatever yeah. that's
4: called, where basically <clears throat> as people you know as people exit or buy, holders gain more coins or tokens or whatever it's called. Um, so, you're, you're actually gaining as these people are buying and selling. So, as more, you know, you get in early, by the time it actually gets to a point where you're at a penny or wherever it may be, you're going to be sitting very, very good, you know, hopefully, right? Fingers crossed. Kind of thing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that even especially because um, I know Dolce and Bottec over like the last five years, it's up like over 150,000%. Mm. And, yeah. I, and, I, <laughs> and I know with the recent hype, um, I think that we're going to see a lot of uh, like cryptocurrencies popping up now. Yeah. I, I think there's going to be many um, this year to. Um, I, I'm not going to say that they're going to be like rug pulls, probably, but. Um,
4: now you're
0: <laughs> But just because of the. You know, because those Dogecoin in the last few weeks has created some millionaires.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. They have not us, but yeah, yeah. not us. Right, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> not
0: <I> <laughs> right, um, and I, I think that you know, with that opportunity being there, if you can just get like a fraction of the momentum that you know Dogecoin is having now, because Dogecoin was making headlines like around the country. You know, it's outperforming all the other cryptos and stuff like that. And it was like, we can get a fraction of that. We'll be set. So I think there's going to be a lot of cryptos popping up in 2021. Mm
3: -hmm. You know, it's
0: going to be, you can see there's going to be some safe moons and safe Venus and Pluto's and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) So I think we have a lot of things coming on the horizon.
2: Are are you looking, I mean, new projects aren't a bad thing, I don't think. But are you looking at... Uh, any projects that you, you're entertaining right now, or maybe doing research on, or, or something that's catching your eye beyond Dogecoin?
0: Not, my two, um, I guess, if you want to call them like meme stocks, <laughs> um, would be uh, Doge and AMC. Mm,
3: okay. okay.
0: Um, everything else is, you know, um, I, I won't say actual state, like what? Everything else is more traditional companies. Uh, that are not, you know, trending on like Reddit or Wall Street bets. Yeah, but, yeah. but my, my two, those are my two. Um, um I guess
4: yeah, ho- hopefully pop- happen like gonna pop off hopefuls kind of thing.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, if it works out, you know, hey, you know, I, you know, yeah. I've changed my life off of meme stocks. You know, I'll, I'll be proud to say that.
4: Yeah, give me your license plate, meme stocks oh yeah <laughs> we, can, we can kind of shorten that up oh, oh I'll, I'll get a t-shirt <laughs> there you go
3: yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't know i i've liked the journey uh that doe just kind of just set me on it and, and um it, it has opened my eyes up to more crypto projects uh because i i thoroughly after reading the white paper with with uh safe moon i think it is a a viable product it is something that I've actually been kind of looking for uh, a way of making a decent stake in something uh, to where I can just let it sit and hold because I, I I, am a firm believer of, of holding, especially with like Dogecoin, things like that. Uh, just trying to find a way, though, to make passive crypto on top of passive crypto, if that makes sense.
4: What what did you say that this one is like? Didn't you say it was like one that's already out already?
2: Uh well it's, it's like even. Bonfire, but Bonfire really started at the same time. Uh oh, you said and, there was
4: one that you said there's one that's worth four dollars now.
2: Oh yeah. Um it's DeFi, D F I. so mm. they are like, yep, they're they're based uh, it's a weird story with it. So essentially you know how Ethereum is all about DeFi stuff, right? Like, it's, so they're building a DeFi blockchain and and it's more than just de-finance uh, and decentralized finance. It's it's just being independent of everything, including if a video game pops up on this, like it's, it's independently done through Ethereum's DeFi uh, network blockchain. Bitcoin doesn't have, well, they didn't have anything like that at all. And this uh, guy... Uh, decided to i have to remember his name but he he decided that he was going to build a cryptocurrency off of bitcoin uh, their blockchain uh, and it be specifically dedicated to uh, decentralized finance so essentially this coin is peer-to-peer it, it, it's uh, doing transactions. You can pay for things left, you know, left and right. It, they uh, do staking. Uh, the longer you hold it, they, they call it a freezer option. Uh, essentially, it's putting your crypto into a savings account and you earn like forty percent APY. Uh, and then at that point, you can you can either do it flexible or you can do it through like a long period of time, like ten years or something like that. But it, essentially, it's it's, the it's DeFi like a cd bitcoin. almost
0: yeah yeah i was just about to say that
2: yeah yeah it, it's ethereum though but on bitcoin now and, and they found a way to basically continue to grow the amount that you're holding so as long as you're holding it you can then stake it uh, essentially but it's auto stake, so it's just, you're just earning crypto their their token uh as you're just holding this coin if yeah that makes sense
4: Hopefully this one pans out because I mean we're obviously making tons of stuff as people are leaving and coming in, but you know obviously we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah, this one pays to be an early investor.
4: Yeah, Yeah. and this one and this one started in March, so it's very very infant.
2: Yeah. yeah. oh yeah. safe moon did. yeah yeah, yeah. There's so good bonfire there there's a couple different projects that are very similar Doing together yeah. on fire safe moon safe star it just gotta uh, what I what I've always been kind of preaching with because like I got my father-in-law now in, in crypto and he's he's trying to learn and run through it and then talk to other people just out and about about crypto I'm all like you gotta do your own research and just try to figure this out Right. When you find a project and you start to read the white paper uh, that's associated with the project, uh, then at that point, you, you, if you like it, you, you entertain it. If you don't or you, you don't feel okay with it, like you just gotta, you gotta know what you're you're putting into or what you're. Um, I'm kind of playing with, not playing yeah, with and, and of course, just sometimes be, you don't have to invest. I mean, you can do airdrops and things like that with crypto. So you could just accidentally get it. <laughs> and just be comfortable losing what
3: you're putting in too,
0: you know? Yeah. That, yeah, that's why I don't, you know, even with what I put in, it's like I always preach, you know, I never put in what I'm afraid to lose because I'm not, because even when, um, dude's didn't take off like before the recent rally. I saw people saying that they put like their I don't know if they were joking or not. I hope they were, but they were like, "Oh, yeah, I put my retirement fund in there." And, oh yeah. You know, I sold my boat and all this kind of stuff like that. And I was like, "Yeah, you know." Yeah. But even even so, that was before the rally. I was like, "Hell, I hope you didn't sell. You would have would actually panned out for you, right?" Yeah. Okay. You, <laughs> you,
4: saw, you saw that a lot with the with the game with the GameStop or the GameStop stock. Oh, like yeah. were Like I'm rolling everything in. You know their whole. You know, all those memes of the you know wall street bets the yolo kind of yeah. thing that they would be saying putting everything in it you guys coming back for me basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> coming back
0: yeah, that was my biggest i don't know i think it's probably the biggest L you can take is if you put everything in and then it yeah. doesn't take off and then you, you sell at a loss and then it takes off it was like, it was like oh you were right <laughs> <laughs> Yep, <laughs> it's crazy.
2: Well, David, uh, we're we're approaching up the hour. We got a couple last questions, those oddball ones that we were telling you about earlier. Sure. Um, that we wanted to go run by you real quick, and then uh, from there, if you just want to promote anything you got going on currently uh, or upcoming, and then, um, we'll uh, we'll end it from there. Okay. Uh, again, we. These are a little oddball questions. Uh, we, we tend to ask all of our guests uh, a lot of these. Uh, with our show, we have encountered uh, conspiracies and we like conspiracies. Uh, we entertain them whether they be real or or whether they be just you know, odd goofball uh, things or ones we even make up. Okay. Uh, we've had a couple Australians on the show, uh, and, and just being funny and and kind of jokingly, we we came out and asked them: Is Australia real? Like, is it a real place? Are you there? Is are you actually sitting on the ground uh, in Australia somewhere? Did, did Hugh Jackman really come from Australia? <laughs> My question to you is: If you want to take in consideration that potentially it could not be a real place. Um do you think Australia could be made up
0: um i would i would like to uh hope it's not uh i mean i guess <laughs> I, I guess um i guess it could be i because mean, if you if you think about it they they do have a lot of uh i say a lot of i know like some of the animals are exclusive to australia so i mean <laughs> wow. you know the koalas, kangaroos—you know, a bunch of little, you know, mythical creatures out there you can't find anywhere else. So, you know, maybe I need to go looking for Australia and get some evidence. Yeah, there you go.
2: Exactly. I mean, it's kind of my my philosophy on it. It's like you get on a plane for eighteen hours. At some point, you gotta sleep. You yeah. wake up. Did you re- like? What if they s- quantum leap you or something? You
3: know,
4: just one bit. It's just one big ass horseshoe. Right. take you somewhere else you know what i mean like you don't even know
0: yeah you can take me to like montana like hey, this is australia
4: oh here you go What the f- one kangaroo He yeah. looks like it all old and shit. <laughs> did, did
3: on, you the
0: re- field? on the field
2: did you re- do sitting on the the door handle somewhere? <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, you, yeah you got one one of the native people out there yeah
0: it took me to um, bush gardens Petting it
2: <laughs> right <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> So, we've been mentioning uh, Elon Musk pretty frequently since we've been talking about doge and things like that and and we made mention of uh, Elon Musk going to the moon, well actually you made mention of Elon Musk going to the moon, hopefully he takes a a physical minted dogecoin with him to help our our cause with investing in it uh, or uh, acquiring token. if you were given the opportunity to take a one-way trip to Mars, would you take that trip?
0: One way? Mm-hmm. One way. Um, no gas. No gas to come back. No gas to come back. Um, yeah. I, I'd probably have to decline that. Oh.
2: Even if you were one of the pioneer people, like you're, if you're, the, you're the first people up. to colonize.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, I get, would I have communication back with Earth? Because if I didn't, it would just kind of defeat the purpose. Like
4: it's it's a eh. shitty Wi-Fi. It's delayed, but you can still talk.
0: <laughs> 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 as long as if, if I was a pioneer of uh, going to Mars, then I guess if I, as long as I could, you know, communicate and be a part of like the, like the studies and the initial discoveries, then I. would I'd at least entertain it, but if I'm just shooting off into Mars, like you know, I, I would decline because I, I might miss it, or like I'll, I would not I would even know there's just a the guy that was floating in space, like
2: now Elon Musk is putting a team together, and you get the call, and
4: you're the guy that's going to make the subdivisions on Mars. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so
4: you're going you're to make it happen. You're you're going to lay out the lines and, and make it all awesome for people to live in. They call yeah. you up.
0: Yeah, as long as I get to sit on the HOA board, now I'm down yeah. with it. Uh,
2: nice. Nice. <laughs> you mentioned of discoveries. Like, would, would there be something that you would be hopeful to, like, find if you ended up on Mars with, with a team?
0: Something I would like to find? Um,
2: I mean, like, it, it, or be just hopeful to find out there, whether it be... Some space rocks, or you know, just something it, yeah, they're all Discovery, but yeah, they're um, all space you're,
4: rock. We're on a, <laughs> we are on a space rock, that's yeah, true.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, you, say, you said he said he mentioned building like a subdivision, so I, I'd be happy, um, you know, with you know, building investments, and I'd be happy, I'd be more happy with not what with uh, what's not there, like the IRS. So,
4: oh, nice, yeah, yes, at it'd the be, it'd be M- MRS. Yeah, Mars, Mars
0: <laughs> revenue service. Yeah, probably the first thing I see when I get out, like a little yeah. uh, t- tax collector building. Yeah,
4: right? just one building. That's the one building that's there. here's a damn IRS building.
0: <laughs> that would be some shit. And yeah. yeah, I get back to the spaceship. I have a parking ticket. Like, it's just... <laughs> uh,
4: time to go back.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh, we don't have gas. We don't have gas.
2: <laughs> Do you have a uh, a guilty pleasure at all? Do, do you? Is there a a music that you like to use to get
0: I like Celine Dion, David? Yeah, okay. <laughs> a, a guilty pleasure. Um, okay. I'll say this. I I'll sometimes like even if I'm doing like a like a a long like road trip, I'll go back and like listen to like a lot of um, old Disney songs, like on the movies.
3: Uh-huh. Oh no! Nice.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
4: that's cool. Yeah, yeah it brings back. Lion King and like, uh, what else are the good songs that there like? Uh,
0: really got, Lion King, um, I'll list um, the colors of the wind. Uh, uh, I even yeah. listen to like, some more recent ones um, with uh, Frozen. Frozen? Yeah, oh. They're Frozen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so, some of the ones from Hercules. Like Oh, yeah. I'm, uh,
4: yeah, nice. That is a good guilty pleasure.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah you, I do that too. these road trips, are you also singing along? <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> Uh, yes, it depends on which one.
3: Let it go. The car just
2: singing. Let it go.
0: Man, my window's are tenant. So <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. All
2: right. Um, is there? What is a piece of information that you've learned through your journey that it feels like it should be illegal to know this?
0: Hmm that's a really good question
2: i know i would kind of put you on the spot sorry yeah I
0: know uh, no, that's actually a really powerful question um legal to know
2: hmm. I mean that you should like I mean not a lot of people know this but, but it like I feel like I'm, it, I'm not you may not necessarily be like illegal but you know just it, or maybe
4: it, it's like a, a law that you know that maybe most people don't know maybe something Mars
2: like that it's in Mars, yeah uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> but um I don't I don't know if I feel like it, like um, say necessarily like illegal to know, but I find that I'm proving a lot of things that I've heard from you know successful people to be true, like um, you know, leading with like your passion and pushing past like consistency and pushing past your you know failures and you know every. Um, mistake you pretty much make as far as like a business it gets you closer to like the right one. Like I find find that I'm actually proving a lot of things true. Nice. Because even with um, you know recently like with my YouTube channel like I put some videos out that didn't even get like 100 views. And you know um, and you know like in the last you know because at one point in time I got in the last like 40 hours I've gotten more subs than I've gotten in the last year. So, you know, it's just, you know, I'm proving a lot of things true as far as like staying consistent and, um, you know, like pushing forward. So I I think that that's kind of like the, the biggest thing is because you can read all the self-help books and watch all the videos like on YouTube, but like when you're, you actually start experiencing things for yourself, it kind of, you know, validates those points and you have like a real story to like attach to why you believe in these things yeah it, it, it kind of transforms from like ideology to like you know it's a personal part of your story now
2: i i know i Good. listening to some of those books like you may mention of rich dad poor dad earlier and one that i have been really grown uh, attached to is the abundance mindset versus being you know a scarcity mindset Ah,
0: uh, yeah
2: it, it it's it, it's life changing for the most part. I mean, it, it, tomorrow something could happen, and it's like you know what? There's going to be another one. Something's going to happen. You know, something could happen. There's going to be another Doge. There's going to be you know something out there. There's plenty for everyone, and you just as long as you don't tackle or see things in a scarcity mindset way, it, it just kind of opens your eyes to if it's not this one, it's the next one. So yeah, like,
3: we'll figure true. it out.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. I think that helps us as a community as well, because it allows us to come together and you know get more things done versus looking at everyone as competition. Exactly. Right. So, yeah.
2: Well, we appreciate that you came on. Thanks for going through our final drill of questions.
0: <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I appreciate you for having me. It's not,
2: not a problem. It was a, a complete joy. Uh, do yeah. you have anything that you would like to promote or anything coming up that you'd like to mention on the podcast uh, this episode comes out in uh, two weeks from now.
0: two weeks um, I don't have anything uh, coming up but I'll just say um, you know follow my YouTube uh, David Mitchell jr and follow me on Instagram at I am David Mitchell Jr. nice awesome. All right,
4: we- and I'll see I'll see you when out there when I'm out there in Tennessee. <laughs> well, I'll get
0: close to you. Yeah, yeah, no, actually, um, I, <laughs> I I go to Tennessee quite often. So, oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, we can definitely make that happen. Yeah, cool. Go. Absolutely. All
1: right. Amigos um. out. This has been the Amigos PC. Make sure to like, subscribe, and review us on all your podcasting platforms. Visit us at AmigosPC.net for our entire library of content and Amigos merch. Till next time. Adios.